What up, man? Yeah, not even going to give you a hard time. Wait, about which part? Because there's multiple things that you could be giving me a hard time about right now. About your lack of ability to count backwards on rhythm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not. That's actually one of the things that you couldn't give me a hard time about. Because hmm. nobody knows what you're talking about. In other news, that cup, that looks like an excellent cup. It's one brilliant cup, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. It was the, it's a brilliant cup. <laughs> um, I have allergies and all sorts of stuff going on today. Wow. So forgive every sound that you hear from me outside of just me talking because it is it's about to go down. Eyes is itchy. <laughs> it's happening. It's, I, it is. I actually almost feel sorry for you. Oh my gosh, man. It is I don't understand. I don't understand why this is happening. My eyes are uh burning, but it's probably I'm guessing it's because I spent roughly 14 and a half hours in front of a grill this afternoon. Get them. What'd you make today? Every, every, everything. Everything. <laughs> Any like animal that was in a 50 mile radius of my house <laughs> met its maker. <laughs> Man, that's dope. That is dope. So you, it's only three people at your house. You were, you oh no, well no, it was, was, it was, it was a yeah, it was a big deal because um, we had uh, had pops over. Oh, yeah, the big Kahuna was at the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he didn't say anything. He wasn't, he wasn't on my back or you know trying to second guess anything. It was big. Okay, okay, big. He just sat back, didn't do much, ate. Played with the kid. That was it. Always a good time when, yeah. when Pops decides that he doesn't need to get involved in the grilling <laughs> process. It's always a good time. That's dope. Um, my family went to California Adventure today. Um, nice. They both had. They all had a good time. I met up with the homie Suge and hit well. Suge and Dre, I was going to say his cousin Dre, but Dre is basically like my cousin. We've known each other for 20-something years at King's Hawaiian and had breakfast. Huh. So, yeah, it was, I both know, you know, Loco Moco and Mochi Donuts. And nice. It was a good time. So, I have an opening question for you concerning that. Okay. Um, Are you like me where you would rather just no. pay for breakfast then split the bill and go through all the hassle of figuring out the bill. Or where you when you go out to eat with, with a couple friends. I mean, if it's a large group, I get it. But if it's just in two or three people, would you rather just pay? Or would you or do you mind the the whole thing about you know figuring out who pays if there, what? If there's a bill, I would prefer not to pay. Generally. Right. In life. In general. Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's get into the show. No, but I mean, come on. You and I go and hang out. It's not like you always pay or I always pay. No, I mean, we, no, we I usually switch always, off. I think we like yeah, we yeah, take we, turns. We switch off when it's more expensive. You let me pay when it's less expensive. <laughs> you here in Raptors Radio Land, please do not believe this man. What normally happens when we go, uh, we meet up at at a bar. Um, I don't want to say what bar because I don't want y'all to try to meet up where we at. But uh, <laughs> not, not a problem. We meet up at the tavern in Glendale occasion. 
before COVID. And, um, you know, once we'd have a meal and, and drinks, but once the drinks started getting to a certain, we probably would just pay and then start to second round our drinks, right? I don't remember. I don't remember, but that's that's most of the time. It's like, see, that should tell you something. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's exactly. a comment on both of us, probably. But but yeah, no, I don't know. Well, I, yeah. I what I don't like though is what I think you're probably getting at, which is the the over analyzation of you know down to the penny yeah. with and which, it's always yeah. with people which doesn't who, happen. By the way, with my friends, I just that's the that thing. Way. I'm not. I don't want to comment on sugar or anybody else, but but. It tends to happen with people who you can look at and say, I know you don't handle your own personal finances with this level of granularity. <laughs> so why are you breaking things down to the fraction of a penny for Cheesecake Factory? Come on. <laughs> Get out of here hilarious. with that. Get out of here with that. True. Um, yeah, most of the time I, I'm like, ah, all right, man. Let's... Whatever, man. Here, here's my card. Y'all just go ahead. But yeah. <laughs> Um, and you know, these days people don't, at least I don't as much carry cash. Uh, so, you know, we, you're handing the credit card, like handing the waiter, like seven credit cards, like, all right, and put this on that and split this over here. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel bad doing that. Yeah. So I'm always like, yo, here, I'll take care of it. And, and however, if y'all want to pay it in Venmo or whatever, but normally I'm not, I'm not really tripping. I've already factored in the fact that I'm going to end up or that. If I have to pay, I'm just gonna pay. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're you're a great but, uh, guy. Yeah, not nah, nah, not when we then don't. Yeah, next time we meet up at tavern, that's not happening. Your pay, it's your treat. <laughs> I have uh, this on deck. I'm just gonna pull out the phone. Remember right, this? I'm gonna play, like remember we talked about this. It's already <laughs> happened. All right, y'all, we're gonna get to the other side, man. Um, we gonna we're not gonna let these allergies derail us. Never. You ready, Kev? Yep. Less. Go. Rap sucks radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kevin Sakota. It's a struggle, bro. <laughs> your rap antihistamine. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, if you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you would like to catch this show on television, on your television, you can watch it on BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you go to uh, your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. You download the app BTSN or BTSN Pass. Um, once you download it, you click on it, and we're right there with plenty of other dope content. BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network, we want in. You can also, in conclusion, catch us on YouTube, Rap Sucks Radio on YouTube. Um, you know, if you like to look at us, yeah, we don't have a problem. Go ahead. Who wouldn't? Take a look. Check it out. If you want to oh. see dry eyes and reddish nose today, I just- <laughs> do that. Do oh man, I just had a brainstorm. We should do promotional uh Kleenex. <laughs> right now, right? Just yeah. Oh man, Ooh. I just, it's promotional clarity. Promotional clarity. Allergies just capsule allergies collection just show up for real. Nowhere. For real. <laughs> now in cannabis flavors. Like it, <laughs> Yeah, it is a thing, man. Allergies just show up like, yo, we here. What? What would you plan in the day? We we want to go to. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got other stuff to do, what you want to eat. What, fam, you want to eat? What you want to eat during the COVID time and, and make noises like you got COVID? We here for that. Let me ask you, you know I mean? why why did you not go to Disneyland? Oh, you know, so they know that I don't like Disneyland. Oh. And, and so I think my wife, in order to make me happy, um, decided to leave me out of this trip because it was only California Adventure. Um, so her and her best friend went and, and the kids went. Not getting out of it next time, though. Oh. Yeah. This was a, this was a. You, you got know, the pass. I got the pass. Mm. But yeah, it's not going to happen again. So, yeah. And it's I can't even imagine what day. that experience is like these days. But. Well, she said it was pretty dope. Um, because everything, lines were short, everything oh, was sort okay. of arranged, um, for distancing. But oh, all that goes still... away on June 15th. Oh, yeah. okay. So, okay. Yeah. June 15th, we going right back to everybody, you know, sneezing on each other on small world. Yep. Let's go. Y'all yeah. ready? Cause Looking I ain't like all it the turnstiles and. Yeah. Yeah. I like how my COVID, my reaction to the lifting of restrictions is to, is just everyone should be licking everything. At, that, at this point, you feel like it's so ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I've enjoyed this. I I would have to say we got a couple more episodes before COVID, before the COVID restrictions are uplift are uh, up uh, removed here in California. Um, and I think I want to give a shout out to COVID restrictions and a, yeah. kind of an Olympic send off because I'm gonna miss them. I'm yeah. gonna miss them quite a bit. You know. They were awesome. I'm generally a prepared person, so I made reservations to anything that I wanted to show up to as far as, like, if you had to, right? Like, I was on top of that. Like, all right, I'm making three days in advance. Hmm. So, um, to now have to stand in line with you, tuberculosis having creatures, is, is, <clears throat> you know, I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. sick of y'all. Well, that's the thing. Didn't like you anyway. Now Didn't I have like a anyway. perfectly valid reason to not have to be around you. Why mess it all up? Why? Mess and I am it perfectly. Here's here's the other thing. We were having a conversation on on another on a on the hoop spot hmm. about you know being around people and blah blah blah. And what a lot of people don't understand is that the thing about Star Wars and the connection is like, I am okay with hate. I'm perfectly fine with hate. Hate is, my, my Sith level is is high. Like, I'm like, hate is comfortable. Hmm. I have no problem with y'all not wanting to be around me either. I'm comfortable with that. I actually prefer that because then we would interact less when we're out. So you're not going to ask me questions in line like, how'd you get your hair like that? Or whatever little question that you planned on asking it. I don't, I'm not going to be rude to you, but... If I had a preference, I we wouldn't really talk, right? Sure. But now you're gonna be there. <sighs> yeah. I'm just gonna commit to the thing that my family and I have continued to commit to, which is we get up early and go places so we don't have to be bothered with other people. So we've lived the COVID restriction life for quite a while now. So anyway, listen to the show. I'm a friendly guy. So let's go. <laughs> I right, Kev, let's get Yay. into uh, who got to chill besides me right now. 
Um, yo, Kev, who got to chill today, man? This is this is this is your lady. This is your friend. I'm not even gonna say her I name. Mean, all right, all right. Oh, actually, yeah, you could say it like leaders of the new school. <laughs> Virginia Brown, <laughs> gotta chill, fam. <laughs> you gotta chill for real, Kev. You're stupid for this title. <laughs> You are really stupid for this title. Trying to sound like America most. You could yell all day, but you don't come close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tell me why. So listen, an East Tennessee woman drove her car through a COVID-19 vaccination. No one was hurt. That's why I'm laughing. COVID-19 vaccination site as an apparent protest against the vaccine. The HuffPost reports the players involved are Virginia C. Brown, Blount, Blunt, blunt um, see, this is when you, okay, Blunt County Sheriff's Office, um, the National Guard, and Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> and so here's his notes on this. An East uh, Tennessee woman has been charged with seven counts of felony reckless endangerment after allegedly driving her car through a COVID-19 vaccination site as an apparent protest against the vaccine. Workers at the tent told officers that Brown's vehicle almost hit seven people in the tent, according to Blunt uh, County Daily Times. Witness yelled that Brown, I'm not going to do it again. Brown yelled, no vaccine. <laughs> Uh, oh boy. During her ride, and several witnesses told deputies that they thought the driver was going to kill them, according to a sheriff's sheriff's report. Yeah, a deputy who witnessed the incident eventually performed a traffic stop on Brown. Eventually, um, he arrested her and drove her to the county detention center. She continued making anti-vaccine comments on the way to the facility. Uh, Brown claimed she was only. Going five miles an hour, like that matters. The sheriff <laughs> said she drove her car through the tent at a high speed. Um, high speed, low speed, through the tent is all that matters. Yeah. Kev, what's up? I don't know. This is a one woman Antiva. Vir- Virginia C. Brown. I'm not going to guess what the C stands for. Oh, on this show, Ooh. it's a family Ooh. friendly show. So Ooh. if you guess, it has to be something family Ooh. friendly. Like. <laughs> yeah. I, it, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You want me to take uh, it really take it to a really dark place? Alright, I'm listening. This is what happens when you let women drive. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, y'all, and you don't stop. You keep on. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to just commit to that. <laughs> you keep. Oh, on. that is terrible. That, I you're love terrible. It. You're a terrible. No, person man, it was, for it's like, amazing. For enjoying that. It was amazing. You are doing. You're doing great. I'm, I'm not, I don't have anything to say on this show anymore. You're doing wonderful. Oh man. <laughs> How are you going to drive your car through a vaccination site? What is going on? My problem is after um, yelling no vaccine, probably similar to Ice Cube's no Vaseline, (laughs) thus leading to your title. She broke a hip hop rule that I'm like, well, you were halfway there, right? Two miles an hour. So everybody sees you. Not five. Mm. Two miles. 
You know what I'm saying? The booming system. I would love to know that she was playing booming system when she rode through there, by the way. (laughs) That would be, I'd actually be for her. I'd be like, yo, let her out. Let her out. Why are y'all detaining this woman? She knows what she's doing. Hey, um, pass the Heineken. You mind your business. You know what I'm saying? Right? Mm. Pass the Moderna and mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This this article captured your attention during the week, didn't it? It was so crazy. <laughs> this is a great. I was like, yo, you are a crazy person. You got to <laughs> chill out. Like, this is why Gotta Chill was made. This article right here. I'm like, yo, yeah. are you? Yo, this is an insane thing to do. What is, what's wrong with you? You got to, you got to stop. Oh, Ooh. she's just so, yeah, it's just very troubling. And then once it again, is. an article where the picture looks exactly like you expect it to look. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Her mugshot with, yeah. with the single tear coming down her. Yeah, chef's kiss with a mugshot. <laughs> chef's kiss with a mugshot. It was it was perfect. <laughs> it was like, all right, you guys know what you're doing. <laughs> somebody is somebody's t- <laughs> so. Uh, somebody at HuffPost got it right last week. You were a little yeah. a little culture vulturey, but this yeah. this week this week you, you put it all back you together have. for me. Unlike Virginia C. Brown, HuffPost, this week you have found your lane. You have found your lane. Yeah. <laughs> How is it? Okay, before we move on from this, though. How is driving a car through a facility somehow made better by the fact that you were only driving five miles per hour? <laughs> like, what was the, what was, what was we, what, what was the Sarah supposed to do? Like, oh, okay, cool. Go home. It's like it's like the equivalent of when you when the principal yells at you for yelling for for running in the hallway and you say I was just walking fast. It's like no, that's that's it, no, it's totally different, totally different thing. Would Unless that have, would that go? Would that pounds. count as like the worst excuse ever given to an officer for during the traffic traffic stop? Yeah, it's horrible. Also, why why were you doing it? Were you trying? You were trying to. You are anti-vax because you're trying to save lives. By running people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. Who's that? Brown. (laughs) Brown. (laughs) Well, um, this would go. uh, This is an L. This is a strong (laughs) L. And if if, who have family members. I can't imagine how family members generally feel about Virginia C. Brown at, you know, at family parties. Like, she's the one that they're like, <laughs> like, even the people that, even the, the anti-vax family members is like, oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> Come on, Brown. Why is Virginia here? <laughs> Why did you invite her? <laughs> oh. Was she going to drive through every facility? What what was it? what happens here? Not at five miles an hour. What? <laughs> what's, yeah, what's the end game, right? What, what did Brown do for you today? <laughs> <laughs> Does oh. she think that there's going to be like a statue in her honor fifty years later? The the woman who you know <laughs> who drove through. I tell you what, uh, the way things are going. 
I know I know Marjorie Taylor Greene probably wants her to have a statue <laughs> right next to the statue of Hitler and Satan. Wow. Wow. I'm done. Trifecta. I am completely done. The crazy thing is that we got our vaccines in a in a parking structure. Which I assume was relatively not un or you know not uncommon to you know outdoor sure. big space right. Yeah. So that's a yeah. that was that was a little troubling. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not the cleanest environment. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being honest, not the most sterile environment. But hey, you know, it's just a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one, Kevin. Okay. Um, Kev, <laughs> topic title for this is This is the Koopa Loop Koopa Loop by a scoop of poop <laughs> that, that doesn't that mean that, right? It literally doesn't mean anything And you know how long it took me to land that Even though it doesn't mean anything I'm like all right. It took Reason. me three days Three days To get that headline uh, right <laughs> <laughs> Oh man Shout out to Chick Hearn Rest in peace brother <laughs> Um, Karen, fired for being a monumental Karen, demands to speak to her own manager. <laughs> NewYorkTimes.com reports this. The players involved are Amy Cooper, Christian Cooper, <laughs> Family Templeton, and Poor Dog. Yeah. A, this Wasn't Amy Cooper a former... Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I was like that. Recipient okay. of the famous, one of our famous awards. Yep. Uh, Amy Cooper, a white woman who last year became an international symbol of the routine racism that black people face in their daily lives, is suing her former employee for firing her, arguing that she is a victim of racial discrimination. Miss Cooper makes the claim in a lawsuit filed this week against the investment firm Franklin Templeton, which terminated her employment a year ago after she was captured on a widely shared video with a tense uh, encounter with a black bird watcher. She treated that dog so poorly, by the way. With, within a day, Mr. Cooper's video, which his sister shared on uh, Twitter, had been viewed more than 30 times, 30 million times. Frankly, Frank, that was underground hip-hop level. I got more than 30 views. Uh, Franklin Templeton <laughs> initially suspended Miss Cooper, who was uh, head of insurance portfolio management at the firm. And had worked there about five years before firing her. Yeah, you don't have enough tenure, by the way. Five years ain't enough. Yeah. Uh, despite what the video shows, Ms. Cooper argues in her suit that she was not motivated by racial animus, by racial animus when she called the police on Mr. Cooper. It's like a Mrs. Cooper versus Mr. Cooper thing. She says <laughs> in the suit, which was filed in federal court in Manhattan, that she did not shout at Christian Cooper or call the police from her, from Central Park on that day because she was racist. She did because the, she did these things because she was alone in the park and frightened to death. She goes on to say that Mr. Cooper had selected her as a target and described him as overzealous. Last point. Hmm. Uh, and the suit argues that Franklin Templeton did not thoroughly investigate the situation because of Miss Cooper's own race and gender effectively reaching its decision to terminate her because she's a white woman. All right, Kev. Why does why does Franklin Templeton sound like a black character on Family Guy that's played by a white dude? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> too real. It's too real. 
<laughs> it's way too real. <laughs> That's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, this was a big story, right? She's like the uh, she's the poster child for poster Karen. Poster a poster Karen is perfect. <laughs> she is the poster Karen. Um, nah, she was she was one of the top Karens, but <laughs> let, let's, she's, in, she's in your top ten Karens. Yeah, top ten Karens of the year, uh, top ten Karens of all time. But uh, let's let's double up on this though. Okay. Aside from the treatment of of uh, brother Mr. Cooper, have y'all seen this video? That dog, yo! I was like, take the dog, right? Get the dog away from this woman. <laughs> now, mind you, I understand the the uh, you know tropes and and horrible things that show that dogs are actually more protected than black people in our society. I get it, but this was a moment where where uh, Mr. Christian Cooper was actually safe, so I could concern myself with the dog, and I was very concerned for the dog. <laughs> I was like, she's like, she's like dragging his joint. She got him on choke. She was choking him, picking him up, like mm. picking him up with the with the leash directly. Like I'm like, good grief! What was it worth? The dog was trying to get away. Like I want to go with him. Right. He's the better Cooper. He's the better Cooper. <laughs> Oh, it was terrifying. It was yeah, horrifying. Man. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, this, this became a story again because, to to reiterate, she is now suing <laughs> her former employer suing her former for firing employer. her, yeah. which they were totally in their right to do. What is, what, how do you double down on, on being that terrible? That's well, terrible. That's terrible. How do you, here's the thing. The other thing, how can you recognize that you're being discriminated against, or at least the opinion that you're being discrim- uh, opinion that you're being discrim- discriminated against, but not recognize that you were discriminating yourself? Like, how do you? <laughs> where did you find this enlightenment all of a sudden? You well, know what I'm saying? That's the thing. She she issued a statement. You know, we saw a statement after after it happened. Shortly after it happened. Recognizing all the things that she did wrong, which she is now denying. So it's, you know, and let's just establish the fact that aside from maybe a few circumstances where this could be possible, I was discriminated discriminated against by an investment firm because I'm white. It's probably not going to be something that's going to hold a lot of water for at least, I've got to guess, 150, 200 years. Like a lot I'm of like, stuff's gonna have to happen before <laughs> that becomes a valid claim. Is that is not the, the that is if you were at a gospel record label, <laughs> I'd be like, I you you know what I mean? It's possible, right? <laughs> if you worked at like a waffle house, I'd be like, I it depends on where you work in what part of town, but yeah, sure. Sure. You know what I mean? If you worked at Death Row Records, I'd be like, yeah, for sure. It's possible, right? Oh. You work at an investment firm. Like, nah. 
No. No, nah, they probably beat people with flour before going in there just to make sure everybody's as white as possible. Like, yo, let's, we have to, you know what I'm saying? The, the firm was like, we don't like Mr. Cooper neither. But you can't just be out here tripping. Like, we, we don't want him around neither. They probably they probably fired her for the dog, if, you being, if we're being honest. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to. I don't want to mess with Franklin, Franklin, Franklin Templeton like that. Like that, you know. Good job, <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't but think yeah. they have a. I don't think they have a lot of sympathy for the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But she really went for it, man. She just top shelf Karen, Karen with the they... the leading leading. The league and rushing yards for the season, Karen. Just she, Karen. All this was pro. Barry Sanders level Karen. Like, yo, she she dodging and blocking. She don't need no blockers. <laughs> I hope that they take this the all of the paper that it took to file this case. <laughs> Create um, a paper mache football. And in the courtroom, I hope they line up in a stance. You know, bailiff, everybody, and the judge drops steps, three steps back, and throws this case <laughs> directly out. Like, just open the door and throw the case out of the door. Spiral. Perfect spiral, too. <laughs> just. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah I hope they. Man, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Not happening. Not happening, Amy Cooper. Not happening. Um, before we get into this, to the <laughs> shut up with this title. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> before we get into this, um, start, shout out to, we haven't said this at all on the show, which is kind of ridiculous of us, but uh, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month um, was the month of May. Uh, shout out to all of my Asian American and Pacific Islanders. And I actually had the honor and the pleasure of looking up historical facts for, um, for this month for a stream for Snapback. And I would admonish my peers to go out and peep out some of these historical facts. Um, you know what I'm saying? I think that the, it's a history that hasn't largely been discussed in America. And it's my personal opinion that the more we discuss our shared history, the more we gain an understanding of our struggles in this country and how how some at least parallel um, and cross and that we can relate to each other. So I think it's an excellent thing. And I think we should probably do more, be more vocal in our celebration as a country. So, yeah, and we just happened, we just happened to, you know, we got out of the house once every three weeks or whatever. We went downtown on Friday to the Tomoka, is that what? Museum of Contemporary Art. Mm -hmm. I, Yep. thing downtown and yep. they have a, a standing um exhibit uh to the 442nd mm. so you know what better time than memorial day go for weekend. broke yeah go for broke it was not a term created by big daddy kane but <laughs> let's keep that in mind and it was hard it was like wait what who created that like, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was like wait i've been saying that for for years so speaking yeah, of which Go listen yeah. to, there's a record that DJ Premier produced that I listened to yesterday that uh -huh. Kane is on. I think it's Any Type of Way. Okay. 
But and tell me if you think that Jay wrote that verse for him. Savage. And then go listen to Charlie Baltimore, the record that Preem did, and tell me if you think Jay wrote the verse for her. Oh, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that happened. Well, she denies that. That's weak. That's nasty. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. That's nasty. I'm not, I'm not doing this with Charlie Baltimore. Um, well, I mean, I guess. Has Emil ever told her story? Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, whatever. I don't know. All right. Um, <laughs> we were like, wait, we went all the way left. This topic is titled by Kev. Was this measured in uh, by body weight? <laughs> I like how I um, laugh at all. Oh my! The reason titles. is, well, I mean, followed by the reason. The Rock is big. I mean, what is? Who who wrote this? <laughs> I was. I got lazy. What do you, what do you want from me? I got. <laughs> all right. Uh, NBC News re- uh, reports this. The players involved are The Rock. Um, the islands and the world. <laughs> um, a third of lead Asian American Pacific Islander roles in top films are played by none other than <laughs> The Rock. <laughs> such a great. He's your headline. go-to. She <laughs> got. He is the go-to. Um, wait. I'm sorry, y'all. Hold on. Hold on. Uh oh. (laughs) Oh my goodness. An attack. Ooh. An E. Rappers are in danger. What is going on? If you come back with snot all over your face, that is going to be. We might have to edit this out. Oh my goodness. That's a sneeze attack. Look at shot. Maybe you should oh, wear a boy. mask. <laughs> right. Oh, yo. Did I tell you about the grocery store trip that I had when I had allergies? Uh yeah, you might you mentioned on the show, but go ahead and run it back. Did, oh, I did mention on the show? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I had I had double masked. Bad allergies. Knew it going in. Did not prepare. Thought it was gonna be okay. Nose started running. Middle of the grocery store run. Can't take yeah. the mask off to deal with it. Nope. Just, nope. just snot. All. all I was in. The face I was area. in the CVS today, and and I thought about you because the same thing happened to me. And I had been holding it down for a minute, but I was right at the register. And I, poor lady, poor lady, man, I feel so bad for her because, like, I start sneezing, and oh um, and I'm like, I, you know, I pay with my phone when I go to a spot, so like, we don't have to exchange something. I'm like, I'm so sorry, excuse me, you know. And I get to the car, and I realize like, my mask is like obviously wet <laughs> the other side so I'm like oh that had to be so disgusting to see you know what I mean like oh that's horrible poor lady man poor lady I'm so sorry sorry for that lady but um yeah, you, did you, you wipe your nose COVID. with that long re- receipt that they give you right no <laughs> but I was I was out there ready to just Ooh. like yo lord take Goodness. me now alright back to back to the rock so um Starting new, start, startling new data <laughs> reflects a large disparity in Hollywood, revealing that only 3.4% of top grossing movies featuring featured Asian-American or Pacific Islander leads 
over a 13-year span. Hmm. Just 44 films had an Asian American or Pacific Islander front and center, center, and in 14 of them, (laughs) The Rock, who is of Samoan descent, was the lead, according to a study released Tuesday as as, uh, a collaboration of Nancy Wang Yuen, the USC Annenberg Inclusion Initiative, and Stacey L. Smith, the initiative's founder. Um, He's also, he's mixed, right? He's Samoan and black, correct? I don't know if you need to... I don't need. I don't know if you need to go and get just claim everybody. I mean, come on. I am come typing on. this right now. I'm doing this on this show. <laughs> of course he is. Okay. All right. Isn't he? I'm. Look, I'm gonna look this up. So is it? Is it actually that that uh, two thirds of of? Yeah, I'm like. Does that change the represent- thirds? <laughs> How does that? How does the does math that, work on? How that? does that work that out? <laughs> they go well out of their way to make it difficult to find this information. Not find it, but like he has so much information on him that uh. <laughs> did you, what did you? Did I you, want to know what the what the query was. What is I the rock? Like, <laughs> I just said, is the rock mixed? <laughs> like, okay, so oh, he, I just found one. He confirms that he identifies as both black and Samoan. So there's that. There you go. Um, all right. So yeah, does that? That's I guess the reason why I went through that not to say, and he also black. Give it back to us. I didn't do that for that reason. What I did it for was to ask, like, does that mathematically change <laughs> the amount of the role? Like, <laughs> of all roles featuring, of all featuring roles that are Asian. American Pacific Islander actors, one half of one third, are played by the rock. <laughs> are played by the rock. Like you can't. Even. You have you it, see. This is the great thing about it is that you have to be Asian American to figure out how that math breaks down. <laughs> I had so many jokes like that. I I had role, and I'm like, nope, can't say that. Nope, don't say that one. No, nope. oh, we already we already gave up on manners. At the very beginning of this episode. Well, I, by we, I mean me. Once we said the blacks, I think we were all in this territory where we could we could throw these jokes around and we, we're we good. We're comfortable here. Now, if other people walk in the room, we might look up like, y'all good? Y'all, y'all want to be part of this? Because we over here doing too much. Or doing a lot. We're not doing too much, but we we do it. We do it just enough for the city y'all live in. That's for sure. Um, so, I, that's so, a very small number of, of roles in a very large amount of rock. Yes. Um, yeah, it really is. An examination of the 200 top grossing films, 2018 and 19, showed that almost 75% uh, AAPI characters spoke five lines or less of dialogue, which leads to flattening representation of Asian Americans. And the animation film Spies in Disguise, for example, most of the Japanese characters are ser- serve as people for the lead to beat up. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> in the secondary villain, more voiced by Masi uh, Oka, isn't given a backstory. So l- listen, I, the rest of the article kind of continues to point to this. Yeah. <clears throat> this this is a, something that I find interesting. And it, there's something that my wife and I discussed this quite a bit, actually. So, 
my question for any underrepresented race or culture in film is are you ready for it? Like I I do think that you should be represented. That's out of out of question to say that you shouldn't be. So take that off the table with me. But being a black male in society, if if you haven't been if you ain't had uncomfortable stereotypes and tropes get thrown at you, like have a lead character in a movie and if you know what I'm saying, like it's like the amount of times people feel comfortable saying things from movies to you is like, wait, what? Did you just walk up to me and say, like, you know what I'm saying? You got knocked the F out. Like, yo, yo, yo. It's my kids, right? I'm not, I wasn't even in the movie. Like, that's, we don't talk to each other like that. That's just not how we... Like, my mom's here. You know what I mean? Does your mom oh, make food like man. Big Mama? Like, no. no. I mean, yes, but no. Like, it ain't like Big like Mama's that, house. You know what I mean? That was like that 13-month period in my life where... Anytime I would walk around New York, they'd shout Lynn Sanity at me. <laughs> and by they, you mean like us? <laughs> I love my people. Jeremy Lynn. Hey, Jeremy Lynn. Like, it's the funniest joke. Like, none of you are Dave Chappelle. Hey, 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 Jeremy Lynn. Right? Am I right? I'm right, right? Yeah. It was funny. High fives. Am high I fives. Right? What yeah. else? What else? What else? How about air- airplane travel? <laughs> right? Bruce Lee for the older ones. Bruce Lee. But then also, also, check this out. Jeremy Lin, right? We did it. Did we do it? No, you didn't. It wasn't funny. It's, it's not funny. It's, it's not. You missed. You missed. You missed. Oh, man. But, yeah. I, so that's my question. Um, with this representation comes a lot of peering into the, at least, whatever view is... Uh, delivered view via film it starts to get this peer into your life into the life of of this culture do you think that specifically the asian community is ready for that you know what i mean this is what i talk to my wife about all the time like okay y'all ready to have like actors and actresses be the total representation of your culture and who you are because i'm not sure if i even like that at all like i'm like can we just be can i not be chris rock you know what i'm saying can i just be somebody else oh i enjoyed it when crazy rich asians came out and everyone just wanted to know do you live in like a palace or just a slightly smaller mansion (laughs) and then i would answer them sounding like jimmy o yang with a really really thick accent There's actually a good episode of uh, the Ted pod, Ted Talk podcast that um, uh-huh. they interview the director, the, the guy who directed Crazy Rich Asians, who's directing In the Heights, the um, that's coming out soon. And he talked about, yeah, you know, the the idea of not only which the article gets into. This is a very detailed article, but you know, the idea of not just the the people on screen, but whoever's directing or casting or all that. You know, just having that representation, which is the same for for any other any other group of people or you know or women um you know just having that that voice behind the scenes in the creation process to be able to say well you know no we don't all 
you know, carry around their own chopsticks. That's just, that's not really, <laughs> it's not really, you know, you'd have to take it back to Mickey Rooney for, for, you know, something that bad. <laughs> you know, if you want to kick it old school, then you can go ahead and do that. <laughs> so you're saying that you don't want a presidential candidate when speaking to you to pull hot sauce out of her purse to relate to you. Oh my God. I forgot. So you don't want that. <laughs> So you, that's, that's what if I'm hearing this correct, you don't want. Oh that. my god, I forgot. <laughs> I carry chopsticks too, <laughs> Jeremy Lin. Am I right? <laughs> um, oh, okay, so dude, um, I, I've never thought of it that way. If I'm being honest with you, I've always thought I've, I've never thought, and it's funny because that's like actually a pretty big conversation. Um. And it's just kind of a, a pretty big conversation in black representation. But take something horrible, horrible representation like House Party 2, mm. where, um, yeah, it was just, <laughs> that was just an awful character representation. Yeah, there probably should have been somebody in the room that's like, come on, y'all, like, let's, let's not do this. You know what I mean? So... That's what they were speaking to. Just having someone in a room to say that's too far. That's not real. That's not realistic. That's is that what that article was getting at? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, and it it it, it, it and just having people who look a certain way or who who are from a certain background doesn't guarantee that you're going to get get it right, right? You know what I mean? Sure. Like, um, and any of a number of things can happen. You can have a black director, black writer, you know, a black person writing the screenplay, black actors or Asian or Latin or whatever. And maybe this head of the studio doesn't like what they're seeing or doesn't think it's Asian enough or black enough or whatever. And then, and then all of a sudden things start getting weird. Right. Um, So, you know, I think that's what it, what it gets at, but um, yeah, but the numbers in this situation are pretty, pretty stark. I mean, let's put 10% of the AAPI roles are played by the people's eyebrow. That's how bad this is. <laughs> if you really want well, to get mathy with it, you know what I mean? It's funny. It's really funny. It's actually it's actually really funny because because when you're in a situation like he's in, you also have this obligation. It's it's my problem with the Tiger Woods argument. I had mm. this really big problem with it and I had it from day one. This is not something that I'm making up as I became more enlightened and grew as a human being and blah, blah, blah. From the very first day he said Kaplanasian, I had a problem with people being upset with him for it because mm. I remember what was important to him at the time was also representing his mother. He was getting quite a few questions and he, and, and as a younger person, when they would talk to him, he leaned towards talking about um, black America and people point that out. But as he got older, I think, at least he, I don't even think he mentioned like, should I not represent my mom? You know what I mean? So right. people took offense to it and he could have done it in a much better way. But I was like, yo, this is a weirdly compromising position because he's representing two different cultures and right. at least, you know, multiple from Kaplan Asian, but two different underserved communities and you're forcing him to pick one and in the rocks 
case, he gets shot with a lot of questions like that too, where he's being forced to represent one or the other. And he has to even come out and say, I identify as both to make everybody comfortable. It's like, yo, that's fine. But allow these people to represent both, right? Which leads me to my next point, which is why when you do underrepresent a community in entertainment, um, these are the things you come, these are the problems you come across, right? Where Well, that's exactly, you know, in sports, it's one thing because you got to make it. So you can't say, okay, black people are underrepresented in tennis. Well, I know that there are, there are different arguments, but you got to make it one way or the other, right? But in television and in music, um, you know, I know uh, Kev from Far East Movement is doing quite a bit of work um, to be more of community representative and bring people to light in these, and even in executive positions, of course, right? But then there's this pushback, like, hey, right? And the reason why, Kev, is because Hollywood is like, okay, you know what? We see you. We'll let more Asians in the door. But Hispanic or Latino, you got to go. Right? Mm. It's always at the expense of the of another quote-unquote minority. Right. So right, it's right, like, right. we're not going to lessen the, you know, have less roles for white people, which, you know, I, I would, you know, I can, I can understand a fair argument on that too. Like, why do we have to be less represented? But, I mean, and I would argue back quite a, you know, come on, we're well represented. <laughs> come on, Franklin Templeton, really? But there's this, we're only going to let one in the door at a time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're seeing, right. I, th- I feel like we're kind of seeing it with music right now, but I'm going to save my opinion till, till it act, till what I think happened is happening actually happens. But it's mm. like, all right, so now we've got a you know, specific group of people that's starting to come up and the people that got to move to the side are this group, you know, this group of underserved people and, and, you know, group that doesn't have an expansive voice we got to make room using their at their expense. So, yeah, I, you know what I'm saying. And also, when you have a, a Tiger Woods at the <clears throat> beginning of his his professional career, who is already a very soft spoken person, right? Like a very, I I take it that he's an introverted person. I don't sense that there's any um uh, that I that's inaccurate in any kind of way based on his entire life, right? In front of the camera and stuff, is that he's a pretty quiet dude. Um, and then, so so on top of him being the first black and Asian golfer at that age, at that at that supreme skill level, to also then have to shoulder the burden of you know that's already enough. To all right. to, to to then have to shoulder the burden of okay being a spokesperson for whoever you think he should be a spokesperson for that's a lot to deal with right but also it's 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 a comment on okay well he didn't have a million other you know if he was a young white kid who was playing just as well he didn't have a million other older white players that that had had sort of paved the way for him not only in golf and in in, in professional life but also being able to watch them and how they conduct themselves in interviews to be able to say, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to come across like this guy. I right. like the way this guy comes across. And it, you soak that in, right? 
Right. Sometimes, sometimes you can get better at that than you ever would at golf, right? And that's right. how you sort right. of carry yourself for the rest of your life. Those are your heroes, right? And right. and so, and I'm not saying he didn't have heroes that looked at any of a number of different shades of of people, but that burden was put on him. But now, you know, I don't know whether The Rock took anything from that. I don't know whether I, I, it sure seems like Naomi Osaka is certainly, you know, saying, no, this is how I'm going to deal with it. You right. know, I'm not going right. to talk to you people because you people are crazy and yeah. you are largely white and you don't know how to speak to people of color. Like right. that whole thing with her masks, whenever that was, was it open? Yeah. Where she got the stupidest questions. From, from you know, these reporters who were not trying to do any harm, but just did not have the presence of mind to be thoughtful in the way that they approached the interviews when there were a number of different things they could talk about. And if they wanted to touch on why she was wearing masks that had to do with the Black Lives Matter movement, that they could ask a question that uh, was productive rather than reductive in, in what they what they were trying to get out of her. And you saw her. And she's a similar personality to to what I think of when I think of Tiger, very soft-spoken, and kind of looked at them like, why am I even talking to you? You're not even yeah. you're not even on my my intellectual level when it comes to this subject. So let's not talk about that. You know what I mean? Well I think that's why Kev um that's why I think that it's important to have friends from other cultures and, and life lifestyles if if you can, right? Um and it's also important to listen to them, but it's important for for us being the friends in this expanded world, you know, expanded universe, if you will, um, to not make people comfortable with saying the wrong thing or doing things, you know, speaking the wrong way about us. Like, yeah. you have to be vocal. Like, yo, yo, yo. Nah. I was watching um, Master of None and there was, I thought it was a really, really, really intriguing moment where there was a joke on the show between him and, and his love interest where she said something about curry people. Mm. And he was like, I'm not defined about the, about the flavors that my people eat. It was, it was a funny moment. But then she text messaged him and said it in the text message. I thought it was really profound. I thought it was dope that they had him respond, not even engaging in that, even as a joke. And I think that mm-hmm. we have to be that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, that's, we cool. That's not funny though. Let's not do that. You know what I'm saying? Because these lines are getting blurred and, and people are asking silly questions for silly reasons. You know what I'm saying? So representation does matter. And even in friendships, representation matters. Totally. And that's far and that's, beyond, you know, it, far beyond it, the screen. Think about your your growth and your maturity in your life. Whoever you are, no matter where you are, no matter what you believe, no matter how much you may still be, you know, you may be a 40-something-year-old person who still is a nincompoop in a lot of ways. That 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 growth or that maturity, for better or for worse, has been influenced by the people around you. So if if the people around you are all nincompoops as well, then you're probably not going to understand a lot of what's what's actually going on in the world around you. But yeah, like to your point, if you're pushing back um, and, and explaining why, as opposed to just like, you know, what I think I went through a lot as a younger person, I was like, listen, I'm either going to laugh if you make a stupid joke, even though I know it's ignorant, or I'm going to get right. to a point and I'm just going to take a swing at you. Right. And right. neither one is, both are wrong, Right. 
Yeah. Neither one is going to purpose. Going to help. Yeah. Or you're going to help anything, right? It doesn't help me. Right. It doesn't help you. Um, and that's the thing is that when you have that representation, whether it's amongst you know celebrities or athletes or um, just grown people around you as a as a kid, um, you know whether it's teachers or coaches or whatever, you're gonna you're gonna soak in something from that that is beyond um, what you're gonna get if everything looks monochromatic. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, and, and that's the that's why I think the headline is so hilarious because it's not like obviously The Rock is an incredibly har- uh, hardworking person, sure, accomplished. It takes nothing away from um, him. Period. Yeah. Right, and in in a, in a fantastic represent representative for everything he represents. Um, but to say that he's responsible or should be responsible for any percentage of of um, AAPI representation, it's like saying that. Chet Hanks is responsible for making this the summer of hip hop. <laughs> oh. Be- besides, you, we we both know that Kevin Hart has been pretty much carrying the rock on his back for the last decade. So, <laughs> yeah. I am not allowing that <laughs> at all. At all. Oh, all right, man. If I don't get off the show, I'm I'm gonna pass out on it because I cannot breathe. Yo, check it out. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Um, we appreciate each and every one of y'all. I am your homeboy, Trek Life, and that right there is your fam, Kev Sakota. Um, one third. <laughs> one third, third of the of- Asian representation on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What? Where am I at? <laughs> Half of the Asian representation on this show, Kev Sakota. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, clearly, clearly, <laughs> there may be some dispute with the entirety of this math. <laughs> um, <laughs> that just threw me off the time. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this has been Rapsix Radio. If you'd like to catch past episodes of Rapsix Radio, you can go to rapsixradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. We are there. I'd like to shout out a couple other podcasts if you don't mind, Kev. Um, podcasts that i listen to i don't know these people personally but the rhyme animals podcast if you guys get a chance to check it out is really dope um yeah i need to check that yeah man they, they get into some really good topics i i you know if you have a chance to check it out um yeah it's dope it's dope bankus rex rhyme animals they they really get into it um and i, I learned i'm learning a lot about the uh atlanta underground hip-hop scene they're not speaking about it directly but they're talking about you know, different artists, et cetera. And it's starting to in- pique my interest. So please check out the ROM Animals uh, podcast. There's a broad discussion on rap and hip hop. And um, also, Kev, um, <clears throat> with regards to artists that are being creative, I I just want to make sure that I say personally, you know, create from your heart, not for the numbers. Um, it's, it's a thing that's very, been very much on my heart this week based on a conversation I had. So I'm going to leave it at that. Mm. Uh, please make sure you check this out on BTSN Behind the Scenes Network. If you don't watch this on your television, that's uh, all you do is download the Apple channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. BTSN Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. And you can also check us out on YouTube. YouTube, rapsucksradio.com. If you want to stare at us, watch me have allergies, you can do it. You can do it. Crown Heavy, so. still available digitally. Correct. Crown heavy. So the, the yeah, the cassettes are sold out. 
but you can still cop Crown Heavy at treklife.bandcamp.com. Uh, we'll put it on DSPs a little later so y'all can give me half of a half of a penny for it. But for right now, you can pay me direct. Put the money right. Oh, one more thing. If you, you really want to win, get early 2000s Jay-Z to ghostwrite all your verses. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, y'all. If, really, if you really want in. Early. You got to go back in time and do that. So, <laughs> all right, y'all. <laughs> We're going to catch y'all on the other side on the count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out, Zertech y'all. Zertech Life. <laughs>